0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Spirit Life Podcast. I'm Pastor John, and today's topic is undocumented immigrants and the response of the church. And with me today is Rudy Estrada. Rudy, I am just excited to have
1: you here. Uh, Rudy, just share just a little bit about yourself so the audience can get acquainted with you. Uh, Well, first of all, thank you, Dr. Brito, for, for the opportunity to come and talk to you guys about this topic that that it's also you know something i'm very deeply concerned about something it's an issue close to my heart and also it's been an issue that uh, i've been exploring within the new testament uh, just a little bit about me i am currently you know an adjunct instructor um, at, at, at bethesda university uh, i'm also teaching next semester at vanguard university as an adjunct instructor phd student uh, went to do my graduate work at duke and I'm currently um, focusing on my qualifying exams at regent university i i used to work at labi i was a the dean there for many years where i served the the latino community it was probably the best job i ever had in my life and 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 deeply deeply rooted within within the pentecostal church and tradition i grew up i grew up in 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 some of the god churches and this is this is just something that's been you know intrinsic to my dna all right, Rudy. Um,
0: listen, I, I just like to start off by saying that in this election cycle, there has been a lot of rhetoric on deporting undocumented immigrants. And, uh, you know, I grew up in a church where probably half of the members were undocumented. In, in fact, uh, in, in the district that uh, we belong to, right, Southern Pacific District of the Islamists of God, probably, according to the leadership, um, perhaps half of our constituents are undocumented immigrants. And these are people that I know work very hard. Um, I know they pay taxes. I know that uh, uh, they came here to uh, basically uh, lead their families forward. And um, I do respect laws. And of course, um, I I, I do believe every country has a right to have uh, borders but we're talking about 11 plus million uh, undocumented immigrants in our nation that are here. And uh, what is the response? What should the response of the church be? That's what we'd really like to cover today. So I have a series of, of questions for you. And uh, basically it centers around your PhD work. Mm-hmm. So, so Rudy, tell us a little bit about the Johannan community
1: quickly i i a lot of the same issues that i that i kind of hear you know we we see in the, in the news we we we, could, we could listen to the rhetoric um i i, I am particular interested in in especially the christian response because of this same thing you know we there's a lot of undocumented um, um people within our communities as Pentecostals, even as the universal church, our churches are ethnically diverse by by nature. You know, we have different types of communities. There's there's no such thing as as a as 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 that as a one ethnocentric community, Christian community, you know, our, 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 uh, we have, we have Asian Christians, Mexican, black, white, we have, we're, we're, it's a global movement and the church is, is a, is a universal church. It is, it is a global movement. And so a lot of these things that I'm noticing within the current, current context, um, I, I interesting was one of the first challenges of the New Testament church one of the first challenges was not just theologically like how do we make sense of Jesus you know in light of his death and resurrection and in relationship with the temple and the sacrifices and everything but it was also that there 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 was this major influx of gentiles who were non-jews who were coming into the house churches or into the synagogues and the Jewish people had to wrestle with this issue. Like, what do we do now? I think Acts 15 is 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 one of the earliest responses that we have, where you find James trying to discuss with the Jerusalem Council. Like, what do we do now with these Gentiles? They're coming into our to our to our churches. This issue develops all the way up into the fourth century until the church actually becomes fully Gentile. And in fact, we find even Paul when he's when he's traveling around all his church house churches, he has this collection, you know, the collection of the saints that he's that he's collecting all this money from all the Gentile churches so that he could an offering so he could deliver to the to the saints in Jerusalem. Um, well, the saints were the Jewish people, and and this was an offering that the Gentiles were giving to the Jews in Jerusalem um, as a gr- act of gratitude for being now part of this 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 new, you know graphic community we we find this 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 tension this this ethnic tension within within the early church there's that struggle how do we now open up our boundaries open up our doors to people who are non-jews within the within the fourth gospel we find this issue even more pertinent because only within the fourth gospel do you find jesus ministering to greeks only within the fourth gospel do you find Jesus ministering to a Samaritan woman. In, in, in the synoptics, Jesus heals a Samaritan, or he has a parable about the Samaritan, but it's, it's from far away. This is the first time within the gospels that we have of Jesus actually talking to a Samaritan. And not only that, but he stays in Samaria overnight, and he's there. We don't have any other other record of Jesus spending time in Samaria if it, it, um, only, it's only found in the fourth gospel. And then we also have in the synoptics where, where Jesus crosses the, the Rio Grande, or I like to say, you know, the, the, the <laughs> Sea of Galilee. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jesus is crossing the, 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 the lake there to go to the Decapolis where, where the Greeks are at. And so you have, you have this, this issue that's, that's happening within, within emerging Christianity and they're wrestling with this. What do we do now? what we notice and what we find within the life and the ministry of Jesus is that he has always been open, never exclusive. He never he, he he always ministers to everyone who approaches him. He 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 has this broad outward focus and outward appeal to people of different ethnicities. And Jesus as our model as the head of the church this needs to impact how we also view not only ministry but the people within our congregation. This was a primary issue within 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 the community of the Fourth Gospel. Wow, uh, Rudy,
0: just go ahead and define just a little more. Uh, who was the Johannine
1: community? This was a community. Um, we were, 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 you know, most most scholars agreed this was a community in Ephesus. So it was largely a Gentile community, but at the same time, um, in Asia Minor, this is modern day Turkey, there was a strong presence of Jews there. These are the diaspora the Jews. They the Jews there in Asia Minor, modern day Turkey, had political connections. One of the largest synagogues was in was 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 in Turkey, it was in Sardis. You know, we we, we know that this was a multicultural, multi-ethnic area right here in Turkey and and in particular in Ephesus and so this Johannine community was was one that was composed of different members from different different ethnicities we, we believe there definitely was were, were Greeks there are more than likely what was was Samaritans because there's also a Samaritan synagogue that is found off the island of Delos which is which is close by Turkey um, close by Ephesus so we had some, um archaeological evidence of Samaritan synagogues way out in this area, and we also know that there was a strong presence of Jews there. Um, same thing, archaeological evidence. We have tons of synagogues that are that are dated from 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 the third, fourth century there. But this is this is this was a very diverse community, and not only that, but also in Revelation, you find Jesus sending his letters. Um, in Revelations two and three, to the seven churches in in Asia Minor, and especially in Revelation two nine and Revelation three nine, you have Jesus discussing in in the letters in Revelation that that they that the Christians there are being excommunicated from the synagogue. Mm-hmm. They're being thrown out of the synagogue, and this excommunication language mm-hmm. is also found throughout throughout the Gospel of John in John chapter nine, verse 22, there's a strong language of 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 being of, of a community that had just been thrown out of the synagogues, which ironically also reflects some of the Pauline experiences that, that we find in Acts. So this community was ethnically diverse, and it was also a community that had just been experiencing some strong resistance and rejection from the Jewish synagogue. So Rudy,
0: just picking up on, uh, on that um, just ex- expand a little bit uh, about the connection that you see between uh, undocumented
1: documented immigrants today and the Johanan community. What we find in a lot of the la, la, the rhetoric or, or the language about you know you know having a deportation task force you know deporting 11 million people. You know, not only is that economically and um um gonna be disastrous for for the United States because that's gonna cost a lot of money. That's gonna shift the priorities and and the focus of of of, of a homeland security to focus on 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 that. You know, you um this this especially this whole notion. It kind of this 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 it kind of reminds me of 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 you know um. Of how it was during World War II when, when they were looking for Jews and they were trying to to cast them out from from Germany, but that that language, that rhetoric of, of having a deportation task force, um, that there, that there of of throwing people out, especially doing raids within churches or 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 you know all of a sudden barring people from from, from communion because they don't have papers that 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 is that is that is a that is a, a striking striking not only is it divisive for the body of Christ but it was it is one of the issues that was challenging the Christians within the first century what are we going to do now are we going to kick people out from 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 our churches are we going to keep you know throwing them out of the synagogues are we going to are we going to are we going to, you know, turn them over to the Roman Empire and let them know that they're that they are they are a superstitious cult and that they're not that they're not, you know, um, the, the, the the real the real Israel. Um, um, that 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 tension there of, of, of handing Christians over to 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 the Roman Empire, that happened, that happened within within the, the, the martyrdom of counts. We have Polycarp who was a who was a mar, who was a, a second century church moderate martyr. martyr. Um, the people that brought the wood to to so that he would be martyred were people that had 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 issues with 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 the Christians. And and more than likely he, he was he, this was this was this was tension between Jews and Gentiles. And so when we're thinking about all this stuff here Um, um, how, what is the church's response? How do we respond? How do we act? We, we have to recognize that this, this is, this is an issue that, that is driving, is becoming a driving wedge on, on ethnic relationships to the body of Christ and, and this splitting apart and this, this, this casting people out is, it's, 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 it's it's a big problem. It's one of the reasons why the fourth gospel was written.
0: Okay, that takes me to the third question, Rudy, and and it's this. Uh, What was the response of the Jahannan community uh, to this form of treatment of uh, different ethnic groups, and uh, is there anything we
1: can learn from them and from the fourth gospel? Yeah, I think what the fourth gospel does, it places us within the perspective of the undocumented uh, immigrant. It places within the perspective of the ethnically other, because... We, 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 us who have, we have the privileges, we have the rights, we have, we have, we have, we're citizens, you know, we don't have to worry. We don't have fears about, uh, about, about, you know, whether or not we're going to lose our job because, you know, our, 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 you know, our, our checks didn't go through, or or you know payroll or anything like that, or uh, so we don't have those concerns, we don't have those fears. But what the what the what we find within the fourth gospel is that this gospel was written for people, for people who were actually going through the circumstances and the struggles of an undocumented immigrant. This is this is a gospel that was written for those who had just been rejected from their fellow brothers, from their families, from their from their native kin. Um, this was the people that had been rejected, thrown out and ostracized from 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 a community that they love and that they consider their own home we find the very opening of of John in the prologue discussing, talking about Jesus, how Jesus came to his own, but his home did not receive him. The Gospel of John begins with Jesus being rejected by his own people. That is very, that, that resonates deeply with not only the undocumented immigrants here in the United States, but also resonates deeply with the early Christians who were also being rejected by their, their fellow Gentiles, their Jewish people who were, who, 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 who were not accepting Christ, um, and by others who just viewed this emerging Christian movement as a superstition. So what, what, what the fourth gospel does, it places us in the perspective, or especially in the position of someone who has been rejected from a community. That, that's, that's that's the strongest thing that, that, that perhaps the Gospel of John does. And because of that, it, it also changes our views of what it means to be a child of God. What it means to now have the Spirit of God. What it means now to be a Christian. One thing it does, it helps us resonate with the life of Jesus. Because Jesus was the rejected one. He was the one who was rejected by his own people. Then you have... A Johannine community, a community that, that, that within Ephesus that was also being rejected by their own people. And then now you have here in the United States uh, uh, many undocumented immigrants who were born, who, who, who have children who were born here, who have lived here their whole lives, that they're now starting to feel rejected by by other um. Um. Other people who perhaps are from the same ethnicity, or even, or even, or even if this 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 country that hosts them.
0: Rudy, uh, my last question to you is this: But based on your studies,
1: what should be the response of the church today on this issue? I think as Christians, what 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 makes us Christians, is is not just that you know we, we, we believe in Jesus. That's, that's a strong part of it. That's one of the defining things. But what, what what's what makes the church the church now is, 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 is that we have the Spirit of God dwelling within our communities, dwelling within our hearts. God is present in our churches, in our communities, because of the Spirit. It, the spirit is present. The spirit is here. The spirit is with us, and 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 it's through the spirit that God becomes present to us. And God, as the spirit too, is also you know filling our hearts, empowering us, leading us, guiding us. And and as Pentecostals, we are people of the spirit. We believe in the dynamic power and the presence of the spirit with with within our lives and within our ministries. We we believe in this empowerment, and. To be a pentecostal means to be a people of the spirit now now as a pentecostal our response also needs to recognize that the same spirit that is within us is the same spirit that is in within my brother who is also undocumented is the same spirit that is within my other brother, who happens to be Canadian, or was in is in uh, the spirit, the Pentecostal spirit that is within us, is also in the same spirit that is within our African African communities, within our our, our Chinese immigrant communities, within our within our Arab communities, within our Palestinian community. Because we do have a lot of Palestinian Christians, we have Arab Christians, we have Egyptian Christians, we have we have we have Chinese immigrants, Korean Christians. These, these are these are. Um, it it the Spirit of God is not beholden to one to, to a national citizenship. The Spirit of God has been poured out upon all flesh for all those who believe in Jesus. The Spirit of God as this Pentecostal pouring of God's Spirit from, from as we as we as the Old Testament prophets have told us from Joel, you know, it's it's on the last days you'll come out on all flesh. And now language all flesh means people from different and diverse cultures and ethnicities. And because of that, the first thing that we should no- notice when we're especially talking about these issues of, of documentation, these issues of whether or not a person is a sin, a- as Christians, we need to also recognize that that we're talking about our fellow brothers and sisters within the Lord. And, and to start erecting Boundaries or walls or rejecting them because of 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 their citizenship status is is placing our priorities and our uh, is is we're we, we have our priorities messed up. We're we're, we're prioritizing our, our 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 earthly citizenship instead of our heavenly citizenship. We we have it in verse. You know, we should be looking at one another as fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord because of our common bond and unity in the spirit. And this is something that it's not just we find it within the fourth gospel, but it's also something that Paul championed. You know, he did talk about, we all have been baptized into one spirit. We all drink of that same spirit. And because of that, we shouldn't be causing division, hostility, or animosity, or promoting hatred or discrimination towards immigrants who 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 are also fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord. we, we have to be cautious of that of, of, of what we're doing how how in our responses that we're that we need to recognize hey we're, we're, we're dividing the body of Christ with, with some of our anti-immigrant rhetoric here.
0: Uh, it can be argued that uh, the day of Pentecost acts 2 a reversal of the Tower of Babel yes and you have these Hellenistic Jews from uh, living across the Roman Empire, gather in Jerusalem, and they hear the disciples speaking in, in their language. And it's God's way of saying that the coming of Pentecost, the coming of the Spirit, is a unification of different ethnic groups, different uh, tongues and tribes. Yes. And uh, there is a unity brought about by the indwelling Spirit, brother.
1: Yes, that's so true. And I'm glad you brought the the Tower, Tower of Babel because in that you have, you have, you have, God's love for people of diverse cultures and language, because in the in that narrative there in Genesis, you know, where did the different cultures and languages come from? Came from the Lord. The Lord brought those different languages there, and and, and God loves diversity. God loves our 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 cultures. It, it's it's just it's just it's just a big part of of God's plan for the world, and 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 it's a wonderful thing too. Um, um but that's definitely true it's definitely true rudy this is great
0: stuff i think we should probably consider doing a part two to this but really thank you brother for being here with us and may the lord bless your ministry and your studies uh so looking forward to seeing to to reading your published dissertation brother yes And uh, lord bless you so much
1: oh thank you so much dr Brito. thank you for the uh, for pollution time to come talk to you guys